Common sense is not so common. And in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show, and we are in our guest segment. And you can hear my voice is a little raspy, I'm a little worn down, and I've been doing lots of interviews, and <clears throat> we're kind of at the end of the day here, and um, so as uh, we say, we have to soldier on. Anyway, um, we're the show, as you know, that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And right now, we need to unenslave 80 million, because that's who I guess how many voted for Trump. Uh, and you include voter fraud, I'm just rounding up to 80 million, could be higher than that. And uh, we need to rise up. I am not capitulating. I am a citizen soldier of the United States of America, and we have been overtaken by a coup d'etat, an illegal voter, illegal action in terms of voter fraud, conspiracy to commit a coup against the President of the United States, circumventing the Constitution, violation of the Insurrection Act, and I am proudly a uh, citizen soldier and I haven't decided where to draw the line yet because I have to wait to see how things unfold the courts are clearly going to rule in behalf of, the, of Biden and I am not going to submit to these people but we're going to talk about tonight what life is going to be like under Kamala Harris because she'll be taking over shortly and I don't think this is a pretty picture anyway we're brought to you by Noble Gold uh, every gold backed IRA now gets a free gold coin pretty cool and if your IRA is attached to your business or your bank, <laughs> you want to get out of it because it could be in trouble. And if you back it with real physical gold, well, then you don't have to worry, do you? That's right. Also, too, they have gold coins, silver coins, bitcoins. I've been a customer of theirs several times. I'm extremely satisfied. You should be, too, and you will be, too. Give them a call, 877-646-5347. 877-646-5347. And we're also brought to you by preparewithdave.com. The food shortages are here, ladies and gentlemen. They're already starting, and you know the other side's going to manipulate this big time to control you. Okay, so what can you do? Four-week package, $100 off. Every time you buy the four-week package, it's another $100 off. This is the quickest, most inexpensive way to accumulate massive food storage. I strongly recommend this so they can't use food as a weapon to control you. Restaurant quality, 25-year shelf life. Preparewithdave.com is where you go. That's preparewithdave.com. And don't forget the commonsenseshow.tv. We got it nailed, and you'll love it. <laughs> Great reviews. Check it out, the commonsenseshow.tv. Well, we've got John Wayne with us, and uh, I asked John to contemplate what he thinks is going to happen after Kamala Harris takes over. And I think it's going to be a lot more than take your guns, take your cars. I think we're going to see a whole lot more. John, I'm glad you could join us and. Let's get down to it. we got a lot to cover here in a short amount of time. Absolutely. You know, um, some of the things I can foresee that will be unfolding is uh, mass detentions mm -hmm. in uh, the form of them coming after the people that they think is a viable threat, those who speak out against their complete, uh, utter militaristic coup d'etat over this country. I mean, not militaristic yet is what we can see, but, I mean, did you see where, I, was it, Mark Esper was fired? Yes. What do you make of that? Well, what I make of that is that um, he allowed this 
false transition to continue to take place. Um, the military should have stepped in and started shutting down all mass media sites that were uh, promoting this nonsense. Are you talking about the calling the election now that the media is the self-appointed government and they have the right to call an election? Spot on, Dave. Spot on. I think that's what got him, uh, you know, canned, if you will. Because he did nothing. He did nothing. He uh, sat on his hands and let them just walk away and do whatever they want to do with this. I have a parallel theory to this, John. Okay, go ahead. I kind of think that Trump was going to call the Insurrection Act when I said he should have, and Esper stood down. Hey, you know what? I think you're right on that, too. I believe well, that's I, I believe you're more spot on than what I'm spot on. But I've talked to someone who has been in company of Trump, and he told me that um, three nights ago. And uh, so he told so, me I mean, to hold. That, he told me to hold on to this until Monday. We're okay. recording this on Monday for release on Wednesday. So, yes, um, I so, have been told that. So basically, I mean, so therefore, that's the military is not going to stand with the president then, I guess, right? Well, I think it depends who's in control. Oh, man, if who Trump is in fires, control? If Trump fires one or two of the Joint Chiefs, then you know it's game on. You know, I always thought Millie looked to be a fairly upstanding general, you know, um, tough, rough around the edges, uh, to the point. But, you know, is Millie, is he deep state? Don't know. I don't either. Don't you know. know and, but we do know that, you know, uh, Barack Hussein Obama fired a hell of a lot of brass and replaced them. And they're still, I would assume, in certain positions. Uh, they are. And I hate to be a Monday morning quarterback, but I said when Trump came into power, the first one of the first things he needs to do is fire the Obama appointees and invite the others to come back into their positions. Mm-hmm. Oh, he I did, agree with he didn't, he didn't do it, and I thought he should have. That would have been a clear marker that, hey, you're done, Obama, and we're going with these people. Uh, had he done that, I think we would have had the Insurrection Act right now. Well, that's what needs to be brought forth, and they need to um, arrest these traitors. And if they don't want to go willingly, well, then take them forcefully. Um, you know, it makes me wonder how many of them be swallowing cyanide capsules as uh, the Marine Corps is beating on their front door, you know. You want some low-hanging fruit that we could get now? Keith Olbermann. I mean, this guy is literally insane. I mean, he's out of control. And he called for the president a few days ago to be dragged out of the White House in handcuffs if necessary. That's a coup d'etat in the middle of an election. This was like the day after the election. And Trump should have sent the Secret Service to arrest him for threats against the president. Absolutely. That's you know, he, uh, he broke a law. It's a felony. It's a 10-year prison term. See, at least then he'd have been doing something. Over and hey, you're arrested. You threatened the life of the president. Pelosi, right. if you really want to have balls, Pelosi should have been the next one for what she has said. I mean, the, the, these are just the unbelievable gifts that just keep on giving these damn parasites, Dave. I just... I know, I know, I know. I know. It's driving me crazy about Trump. I, I'm certainly nowhere near the toughest guy in the world. But if you're going to kick my ass, I'm going to make you work at it. Right. And, and 
Sorry. I never backed no, down. Right. To, I never backed down to individual in my life, except for the time I ran from people with guns. Um, but in terms of uh, backing down, it's not my character. And 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 I know. I thought Trump was the same way. You know what? You want to get in my face and threaten me? Fine. I'm not going to respond. I'm just going to have your ass arrested. Why wasn't this done? I don't know. And you know, I mean, I was saying and pleading to the president on my broadcast. You know, I mean, obviously, it's probably not going to get to him, but. I said, you need to arrest these people because either they're going to steal the election, of which they're in the damn well in the process of doing right now, or two, they're going to kill you. They cannot have you remaining to be a, no. a, a living, breathing human being because you are still going to be a political force of reckon. Um, he needs to move on them now or he will lose his life. I mean, my God. They, I agree. You know, uh, because even if he's a transitional president, he can sway enough people, he'll be an obstacle. They have to take him out. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. And Secret Service, don't visit me when you won't do your job. I'm not advocating for this. I love this president. I want him to remain in power. I'm just Same saying, here. I'm just saying, I know what human turds lie on the other side of this equation. I mean, uh, Nancy Pelosi, she's like the turd in the toilet that won't flush. And I'm tired of these people, and I'm tired of being so graphic, and I really apologize. But ladies and gentlemen, this is the future of our country. Your kids are totally screwed. It took 70 years to get the communism out of the Soviet Union. I mean, your kids, your grandkids, your great-grandkids are screwed if you don't stand up and do something now. There's 71 million of us officially who voted for Trump. It's probably more like 80 to 85 million. If we stand up, they can't stop us. That's right. You know, um, I absolutely pray for the president. I really do. Absolutely. He's got to be probably the greatest president I've ever seen in my lifetime. You know, um, <sighs> they need to make moves. They need to make moves. They need to make moves. I don't, you know, uh, like you said, I mean, if, if nobody's making any moves at all whatsoever, obviously, you know, Bill Barr and John, John Durham, they haven't done anything. They're worthless. They're deep state. Yep. They I sure remember, are. Bull, 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 uh, good old Bull Barr, Bull Crapper Barr, he's the guy that let the FBI snipers get away with murdering Randy Weaver's wife and son who did nothing, posed right. no threat, shot Randy Weaver's son in the back, 15-year-old son running away from the FBI because he was scared. Men on their property with guns, he turned and ran, and they shot him. The wife, Vicky, was holding the baby uh, their baby by the kitchen window and they shot her through the head while she's holding a baby. Yep, that's right. Now Congress eventually paid Randy Weaver three and a half million dollars. They didn't bring back his family and Barr allowed the FBI agents to get away with not charging them. Well, you know, he's good friends with uh, the Bush family and I'll, I'm pretty damn certain he's probably got some uh, money invested into the uh, oil companies and the oil dynasties there in Texas, you know, if we, if we dug hard enough, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he's all uh, poised to arrest Brenner, Brennan, I mean, for uh, 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 the Steele dossier, because he was at the heart of it, and this is when all this was hot, now you notice it's totally gone away, but um, he said, no, I'm not going to prosecute Brennan. He acts like a man who's being compromised. And you know who I think's compromised him? Maxwell, Epstein's little bitch. I wouldn't doubt that one single bit at all. You know, I, I've heard it's uh, to the attunes of like 83% of those on Capitol Hill have been blackmailed. Yeah. You know, um, with that's that being said. That's why they're not speaking out for Trump. Right. 
I saw uh, Lindsey Graham came out and was, you know, speaking and saying the president, you know, is not going to concede. You know, but Lindsey Graham, he, Lindsey Graham, he was on the other side of the fence there for the longest time until somebody had a sit down talk with him and said, hey, guess what? We know about you. Are you going to play ball? And then ever since then, he's been jumping up and down on the president's side. Um, you know, with what they've got planned to do, Dave, is uh, absolutely horrific. Uh, that you know they want to completely mandate this mask thing you know what i want to tell them take the mask and shove it up your ass yeah i hear you okay. that's exactly right i'm not wearing the face diaper any longer no uh you know and in the night during the 1917s with the spanish influenza it wasn't just you know the vaccination of the soldiers going to the trenches but it, the people that were wearing masks were actually getting sick from the masks uh pneumococcal uh, meningitis you know uh basically a very severe form of pneumonia and that's what we're seeing now there is no COVID-19 I mean I'm going to tell you what um, they had me hook line sinker when all this began me too me too you know they had everybody hook line sinker and I mean I thought oh my god I'm seeing the videos coming out of China and I'm like oh wow people are just literally dropping like flies if this is a serious thing it's valid we haven't seen nobody dropping like flies the people that have dead that have died in droves have had pre-morbidities and other kinds of uh, illnesses you know I mean this is a big farce and a lot of the people that died in New York City you know they were shipping and putting people that were deathly ill in nursing homes to you know fill the coffer well I mean literally not fill the coffers but fill the coffins um this is um, maniacal. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I had an absolutely uh, ma major rant on my broadcast after uh, we did our most previous broadcast just a couple days ago. And But we're all dead on the money. We're right with everything we're saying. The mainstream media needs to be completely disavowed. Um, I don't know how in the name of God they would do such a thing. But another thing is, I'm, I mean, as we're kind of throwing what's going on now and what we can see happen in the future with Biden and Harris... My God, I don't even like to even think of that idea. That's horrible. That's what a horrible idea. Mr. President, please act now. Arrest the bastards for high treason. Um, what we could also see is, oh, I was going somewhere with this, and I completely derailed myself. You go ahead. <laughs> I'm not the only one that does that, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. I, it happens to me uh, generally, yeah. uh, too. Uh, you, you take the reins for a second. Maybe I'll re-grab it. Well, the only thing I would say is that um, somewhere there's got to be military outfit that supports Trump and are willing to stand with him. And um, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. I would call in Millie and a couple others. I'm going to say, here's what I'm going to do. And I would already line up my military support first. I'm going to do A, B, and C. Now, you want to defend when the communist Chinese cross the border because they will when I do this? And that start arresting Hillary and all these other people? Or do you want to jump on the side of America and go down as a hero? And just say, and you'll you'll be collateral damage to this. I'd, I'd threaten them, and I'd tell them the action's coming beyond the right side of history. And if they said, well, I can't do that, I'd have them arrested right there in the Oval Office. Oh, absolutely. For treason um, and sedition, and then I would move forward. We need a revolution. Um because our country's been taken over and it's not our revolution it's a counter-revolution to the revolution that has absconded with our government you know i had a guy on my broadcast uh giuseppe Vaffangulo, 
and he's actually resides there in DC and I said you know he was saying that like with what what is taking place and transpiring is uh, you know okay look what we've done in all these other countries you got Syria Libya Ukraine Iraq uh, you know I mean you name it these color revolutions Dave, a color revolution is being executed in the country right yes, now. That's right. You know, and and I mean, and hey, right there, Insurrection Act, put yeah. the military on the streets for I don't care how godforsaken long. Right now, at this point in time, as long as they're not coming to my door and beating me over the head or shooting me out the middle of the street or you know trying to detain me or whatever the you know case may be. But then all the major heavily populated areas that are democratically ran like what we've seen take place there in portland and that only finally started to you know cease and desist when the national guard was sent out on the streets about what was it five or six days ago something to this effect so what they need to do is put out the military the national guard hell i don't care our active army the reserves and the national guard all put out into these major cities where hell is breaking loose you know, Dave, they've got so much evidence about voter fraud. It's it, it's it's ridiculous. There's so much evidence. It, it's it's a, it, what in the hell are we even doing? We shouldn't yeah. even be having this conversation right now. You know, we should be talking about the charges that have been filed against. You know, well, you know, we could name all the names, but you know, we take up ten minutes to do it. We should be talking about that right now instead of uh, a coup d'état being executed on a duly elected president. He's still the sitting president until January 20th, you know. Um, yeah, I know, I know. And and Biden's holding news conferences like he's already the president. Right, and he's already saying he's going to pass executive orders. I've already got four executive orders that I'm going to sign, uh, the Paris Climate Treaty. I mean, there's like, it's ridiculous. He can't do it, that. A treaty has to be approved by two-thirds of the Senate. Well, how, where does that even set now? You know, I got a thing today saying that Iowa that somehow they had to do a recount of the votes and one of the state how one of the state seats is uh, going to be transferred over to the Democrats I mean this is happening across the board it's sick it's just flat-out sick you know what I say enact the insurrection act and then have an official re-election have another election to where they can't, you know, have their hands and everything in it like they did this time because they had, you know, was it they had four years to prepare for it, even while the president and his uh, team are trying to counter what they were going to enact, and I mean, and still they're carrying it out. They need to just completely null and void the election, enact the insurrection act, arrest the treasonous bastards, and then have a recount or not a recount but another election a whole another a whole brand new election i don't care it may be unprecedented but guess what these are unprecedented times dave i know i know um let's talk about fox news for a minute i don't know if you're aware did you know that uh, kaylee mckinney got kicked off neil cavuto's show today i did not know that but i'd heard judge janine was fired too that was the second thing i was going to bring up let me finish the first point she was on there saying, well, we allege in court and we filed lawsuits about voter fraud, blah, blah, blah. And Cavuto said, you have no proof of that. Don't you come on here and say those things. When you have proof, you can come back on. Like he's the judge. He's the judge, not a reporter. He's the judge. <sighs> but, but I got good news for you. 
Fox News is ratings are falling faster than a submarine with screen doors. They're below CNN now, which people won't even use as a nightlight, and also MSNBC. They are at the bottom. They have slipped from number one to last in three days. You know, and I'm going to tell you what, as I was sitting here and I was reading some of that stuff that they were putting across a while ago, their platform, I said, you know what, I could give a damn less if I ever watch Fox News ever again. Oh, never will. Honestly. No, no. I, I won't. No, I put yep. the order out to the family. It doesn't come on in our house. Right, you know, and that and that's what needs to be done. There needs to be mass boycott of these organizations. You know, once you uh, show them that the silent majority isn't going to be quite so silent, I mean, it might not be the, uh, you know, ruckus you're thinking about, no. But when people start boycott, boycotting these uh, bogus news yep. platforms, you know, hey, that's a good thing. I know. Um, we got a light flickering. I'm sorry to do this live, but no, I, have you're to, all right. I have to walk out of arm's reach and flip a switch. We're being messed with, and I'll t explain in just a second. Hold on. Okay, yeah, no problem. Go ahead. You know, I'll, I'll hold it while you're uh, doing that. You know, it's uh, interesting to see the interference. That I mean, I get interference, too. Um, they don't want people talking, especially about this, making truth, making a sense of the truth. Yeah, we are... We are supremely being messed with. Uh, we go out on two lines, and the one line was disconnected, and I get a warning on it. Hmm. It could affect our stereo. So, anyway, long story short. Um, God damn it. Sorry. Oh, no, but, you're all right. Uh, we're being messed with as I speak. You know, okay. Dave, Dave, they've got everybody's number. They've got every, you know, they've had four years to refine their lists. You know, and um, one of the first things to go in any form of warfare is communication. So, I ca I saw something today where they where there was reports that we might be getting ready to be hit with an M class flare within the next oh I don't know I'd say now yeah thir thirty four hours. Mm -hmm. um, this just seems like it's coming out a little, you know I you get what I'm saying? It's like oh this is uh, we can use this. We can shut down all the electricity. We can say it was caused by the uh, solar flare. You know, um, and I don't put it past them. I don't put any of it past them. I really don't. Because um, if they were to pull the, pull the power, um, things would absolutely descend into utter chaos across, and especially the major cities. But nobody would have any forms of communication to figure out what's really going on in the country. Mm -hmm. Anywhere. Anything. You know, uh, who is in control? Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, they they could be the one. Instead of the president being the one, they could be the ones to have the night of the long knives. And that just scares the hell out of me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, you're in good company. We got the problem fixed, but we're going out mono, unfortunately. Folks, I apologize for the language, but... Yesterday, I had an article taken off my website. Steve Coyle's had the same thing happen to him. My communications have been totally messed up. When I try to call certain people like Steve Coyle, we have to try like three emails to get one through. And uh, I'm having trouble getting a hold of Ted Brewer, Doug Hagman. Uh, they're blocking us, and they're blocking my articles from going out. They took down my newsletter yesterday. Uh, how, how's that just for starters? You know, so we, we got a junction box here, and I had to go flip a switch 
because I saw the light coming on. That means I had about 10 seconds before they before it goes down. It's a warning light. And so I was able to disconnect the second line. And we're going out on one line right now. So that <laughs> this is all deep state stuff. And people say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Well, when it's happening three and four times a day, I think the idea of a conspiracy is over. Well, I'm going to tell you something that's interesting that happened to me. I've got an, uh, you know, a new PC to help do my broadcasting. And the other day, <laughs> um, right before I got on air with you, I went to reset the, uh, you know, reset the system. So um, it's running on all eight cylinders. And down the bottom left-hand corner, when it turns on, it's geolocating to Washington, D.C. No kidding, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not concerned, you know, I have nothing to hide, but the fact of the matter is, is that we are a viable threat, I guess, yeah, we are. because we're speaking we the are. damn truth. If you were to send me an email right now at uh, Dave Hodges at the com, there's a fair chance that I would get a pop-up uh, red uh, pinkish box, and you can't trust this email. This is from an unknown dangerous source, and it would be like from Steve Quayle. Right. Yeah, I've only talked to the guy now almost every day for 13 years, but he's an unknown dangerous source to me. That's insane. I know. You know uh, they've, they've got everything set. You know, uh, you know, almost to a point, I think they've got everybody and everyone exactly right where they want them. Well, um, let me go back to a point you just made, that you were kind of indicating that they're setting the stage to force a civil war because they'll benefit from it. Did, did I hear you correctly? Uh, oh, yeah, I believe that wholeheartedly. Uh, Bob Griswold said the same thing to me two hours ago. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, that would benefit them in so many ways. You know, I said uh, the other night, after we got off air with you, I, I transferred over to my platform. I said, you know, the only thing missing right now, Dave, especially with all these masses of people in the street, is a Boston massacre-type scenario. Yes. That would completely diverge the headlines. Uh, it would be completely forgot about President Donald John Trump. They would roll Biden out on a red carpet. Uh, you know, I, I, I just, I, I don't know, man. I hope it don't happen, but I see that that's what they're going to exact. Because, yeah, of course they would benefit from it in so many ways. You know, <sighs> I wish, you know, I wish we were able to stop it. You know. Uh, it's like a train's coming down the tracks, and there's no way, you know, me and you stay on the tracks are going to stop the train. No, there's not. By the way, I hear news on Mattis. I don't know if it's true, but he's alleged by some people I talk to to be forming a coup against Trump to get him out before the 20th of January. Well, you know, I wouldn't doubt that. He uh, left the White House kind of pissed off, didn't he, when he got canned? Um, yes, he did. Yes, he did. And he wouldn't he write in a book or something too? I can't remember. I mean, there is so much. They stuff all write books about Trump. <sighs> well, you know, it, and it makes me think of Michael Hastings and then the guy that had what was it, Breitbart? You know, when they were yeah, starting yeah. to yeah, Michael Hastings cut. had critical information on uh, subterfuge in uh, the Middle East involving Obama, and his car was taken out with a Hellfire missile. Right. Absolutely. I remember his wife. Boy, I, I was over in San Diego when all this happened. And they interviewed his wife on local San Diego TV, and she was hysterical as any loving wife would be. And right. three days later, she was on the same channel. Oh, well, Michael would have wanted us just to pick up and move on. Someone got to her, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really clear. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because I was uh, talking a lot at that time with John B. Wells, and, and, and John was saying, 
Dave, did you see that? I, I had a real problem with that interview. I said, you're not the only one, John. I said, this woman's been told the to what for, and they probably threatened her kids. Oh, right. Well, you know, I mean, I saw the exact same look and understanding of uh, Sheriff Lombardo there in uh, Las Vegas the night of the uh, 90, uh, 90, uh, Har uh, Harvest 91 Festival shooting. Remember? Oh, that? yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he had a agent staying over his left shoulder, and you see Sheriff Lombardo up there just completely nervous as a cat on a hot tin roof. And this agent standing behind him, you know, looking at him, you know, and they told him, hey, man, you're going to say what we tell you to say, and you say anything different, it's not going to be good for you or your family or whoever else you may know. So you get up there and you tell you, you tell the public what we want you to tell them. You can see that in these people. You know, Dave, I, the first four years of my life, I was deaf. Okay, I didn't hear until I was five years old. I had to have uh, tubes put in, right? Um, my first four years of life was analyzing people's face to, you know, um, make, make an understanding of, sure. you know, how they are. I can read these people. I don't know if it was, a, you know, a gift or a curse or whatever. But the thing is, I can read these people. I was calling Comey a commie when he was the sitting FBI director. And I was having interesting things happen with uh, jet black Chinooks literally flying over my house and then geo-pinging locating me out in the middle of the country building fence with my buddy. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, True story. My, 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 my. You know, I, like you said, what, are, what do they plan to do if, if they get this? Yeah. They're going to they're gonna black bag a lot of people, Dave. This deep state thing has been with us for so long. I've never told this story on air, but I think maybe it's time. In well, I've told this part. In uh, 1980, I read a book called Trilaterals Over Washington, and I actually called a couple talk shows. One was KOA in Denver, their big uh, news broadcast station, and I said, "Man, what a book!" and and uh, it was written by Patrick Wood, who I just interviewed the other day. Pretty cool. You admire someone for years, and then you get to be their friend. That's the cool thing about this business. But but uh, I read Pat's book, uh, Anthony Sutton and, and Patrick Wood, Trilaterals Over Washington. And I go, man, this country will never be the same. And it was 1980. So I'm just a young guy reading this stuff. And I go, wow. And I made a couple phone calls uh, to Toxos, one in Colorado Springs, one in Denver. And my mail started being opened. I'm serious. I'd get my mail and it was all opened. No kidding. Now, what's interesting is um, I went to, uh, I started, I met a guy from the NSA and a guy, Air Force Intelligence. I still interview Vance Davis, who's NSA, and I met him at this time. And they knew about the secret space program that my dad was involved in. And I could not talk about it until my mom passed because she would have lost my dad's pension for violation of national security oath. So I'm real, real careful. But Vance approached me and, and the other guy, Bill, knew my dad and said, uh, you can talk to us. <laughs> We're in as much doo-doo as you are if we talk to. So we started comparing notes to all this, and it was pretty interesting, and we started going to conferences that were private, like in private residences. Edgar Mitchell, um, other astronauts, Ken Arnold, they would sign non-disclosures and come to these meetings. And then we would tell what we knew, and we'd all go our own way. And we were trying to develop a broader understanding of what was coming. So this is about like 1997. This is way before <clears throat> I'm involved in the media, which really started articles in about 2003 and broadcasting in 2007. So I'm going to this and telling these stories. Well, somehow they found out I was at these meetings because I started being spied on. I had like <coughs> vans outside my house. I had my mail opened and I swear I was followed at times and they wanted to see what I was up to. <clears throat> so 
<clears throat> and they knew who I was because when I was a kid, <clears throat> excuse me, here, let me hit the cough button for a second. You're all right. You're all right. <clears throat> I followed you. Um, I called three of the guys out one night and uh, yeah. told them they better kick rocks or bad things were going to happen. And they all three kicked rocks, uh, believe it or not. Yeah, I, I've had, well, listen, when, when we were, uh, my sister and I were young kids, um, we used to get uh, the Secret Service visits. And I'm talking, I'm like five years old. And they would come in and they'd put us on a polygraph and do you know what your dad does for a living and blah, 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 blah. It was a national security check because of what my dad was doing. And right. so I was real familiar. Well, they kept this crap up till I was at a university. And a guy was waiting for me out my, outside my door and I started yelling at him at the top of my lungs, calling him out for who and what he was. Don't you ever come back here again. I'll kick your you-know-what. And I never heard from him again. But I think when I started hanging around with Vance and Bill, ex-Air Force Intel and NSA, it got their attention. Mm -hmm. So so anyway, long story short, the harassment that I experienced then is exactly what I'm what's going on right now. They know that I'm getting information out of Canada that is talking about the building of concentration camps where Americans will be sent and the Chinese communists will be manning the camps. Oh, oh I know. No. Uh, listen, I've got half of what I just said I have in the words of a legislative representative in Ontario in their parliament. And he was saying half of what I just said, and they cut his mic off after three minutes. When do you think they plan on, I guess, pulling the plug, if you will? You know, I don't think Kamala's going to wait real long. If they went beyond next summer, I'd be surprised. You know, somebody asked me today, they said, you know, John, how do you think that they'd be able to kill X amount of, you know, thousands and millions of people? And I was like, well, the only way I could think of is if you would pull the power about the middle of uh, December, or the end of December, middle of Jan uh, beginning of January. I would agree with that. The problem is the Chinese have been promised this country. Their last three defense ministers said, well, we want to commit genocide against America so we can occupy them for the resources that can bear our country fruit. Uh, and they don't want an EMP, they don't want nuclear detonations across the country. They might take one nuke in D.C., for example, and they might take a cyber grid down issue, but I guarantee you we're not going to be EMP'd and we're not going to be nuked, not on a large no. scale. Not on no, a large you know, scale. And that made me think about their, <clears throat> oh, about four, no, about five or six weeks ago, the tired went out, and it was out for about an hour and a half. It came back on for about three minutes. Then they turned it back off again. It was out for about 45 minutes. It came back on for about five minutes, and then they turned it back off. It was out for about 15 minutes, and then they turned it back on. And I was like, I have never seen anything like that before. That's interesting. You know, usually the power goes out, boom, it comes back on. You know, no intermittents in between or anything like that. So I got to ask myself, I go, well, I wonder, well, what are they doing? Well, I know what I was doing. I was testing out my night vision because it was perfect. The whole goddamn yeah. town was knocked out of power. Yep. So if I was testing, doing whatever, you know, making sure my equipment works, well, guess what they were doing? Yes. They were probably figuring out what they can and cannot turn off for their critical infrastructure. Well, they took down the Internet a few months ago. They took down the Internet for a while in various locations. So, so they're beta testing the Internet takedown, and they will take it down. Uh, Steve Quayle and both are on a record of saying the same thing. Uh, shows like mine, we're not going to be around real long. We're on a we're on a real short shelf life. Well, I've seen uh, where some of the broadcasts that we've done, I've uh, kept them saved off of YouTube, and they're missing too. Uh, yes, they didn't they didn't like that. <laughs> 
you know um it, it, you know it, it's just ridiculous i can't even believe where this country is right now and the reason why it's where it's at is because good men have uh not done have 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 just done that they've done nothing you know all it takes for evil to persist is good men do nothing and by goodness look where we're at you know i hope that the president does act on these people mm -hmm. i hear that there's a lot of you know legal processes taking place in the background with all this uh you know vote vote theft i mean or you know treason whatever you want to call it i mean there's all kinds of crimes that have been committed but you know they're going after all these uh you know these tiny little guppies in this huge pond of sharks they're going after all oh, the postal workers C come on man they know who was at the top of a lot of this stuff hell i've even, you know i told you i even sent you the pictures of them four mail in uh four, four different what do you call it envelopes for a ballot to mail it it was sent to my house for them to a person who's registered to the democratic party she don't give a damn about any of it I took two of them and I opened them up and I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. You've got four things to mail in for ballots. I go, um, and I, I'm registered, registered the Democratic uh, Party, or the Republican Party, excuse me, and I got one. I got one, as you should. She got four. You know, now you take that four and you multiply that by what, X amount of millions of people? That's a hell of a lot of votes. You know, I called the OIG's office, the Office of the Inspector General. I went the route I'm supposed to. I'm trying to call and report this. Never got a call back from the OIG's office. Left a voicemail on some woman's voicemail. Called Fox News. I didn't expect to hear anything back from them either. Left them a voicemail. Called the Attorney General's office of Iowa. The phone rang off the wall. I guess nobody's working in the office up there at the Attorney General's office. Um, this is such a massive coup d'etat theft of the election that I don't I don't know what's going to happen I, I just don't know what's going to happen the president there's so many people that are saying hey man I've got faith in the president hey I've got faith in the president too but damn it he needs to move quick and I mean I, when I'm talking quick I'm not talking about doing the two step here you know I'm just ranting Dave I'm upset about all of it well, I think you're you're going in a good direction, but uh, uh, I, I will be coming out this week with uh, um, the quotes of AOC, um, Michael Obama, uh, excuse me, Michelle. Sorry, I'm tired. And um, and uh, uh, Kamala Harris, and they're saying um, that they're threatening us. They're coming after us. And they told us uh, m multiple times. And I maintain that what's being alleged in Canada are, is reservations waiting for us. Right, and their and and their army that will do all that for them is going to be the United Nations. You know, yeah, we see how they want to call version of it. That, yes, yep, yes, absolutely. You know, we see how they're in Chicago. I can't remember the uh, the fat cat bureaucrat's name, but said, you know, oh, we don't want the National Guard. The president was saying, hey, we'll send in the National Guard take care of all the gun violence and all the craziness taking place in Chicago on a nightly basis. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't want the National Guard. We'll, we'll call the United Nations in. What? No, uh-uh. I don't think so. You know, my God. You know, if there was ever a time that the Second Amendment was created, it's right now. You're about the hundredth person that said that to me. I just... But, you know, the pe people were afraid to go out and 
you know, either get pop, pop, capped, shot, whatever you want to call it, or, you know, taken and thrown in the, you know, uh, thrown in jail and they lose the key and all you get is a little slice of bread and a little bit of beans or water, you know, for supper, you know. People are afraid to, you know, what is that? Uh, uh, security and freedom. If you if you want to see your security and freedom, then you get neither. I can't remember. There's a saying. I'm trying to quote it, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah, you know what I I'm hear talking you. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know? Well, we want the freedom and we want the security, but you know what? We're not going to have either because look what's happening to this country. Um, you know, war crimes, crimes against humanity. Um, Barack Hussein Obama. Uh, by all of them, the Clintons. I mean, my God, I've been hearing people are saying, "Well, if they, if he does completely steal this damn thing, could you imagine having a <clears throat> Department of Defense director with the last name of Clinton?" That is beyond. Oh my God. Well, let's assume Harris takes over. Um, she needs a running mate. And I submit that it's either going to be Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders. She could probably get away with the Bernie Sanders. But, I mean, well, she can appoint whoever the hell she wants to appoint, right? Yeah, she can. But the thing is, well, she has to have approval. But I don't think it's going to be Hillary because they're too much alike and she'd be looking over her shoulder. I think uh, (laughs) Harris is going to go after Bernie and let him implement the worst form of climate change policies that makes our taxes go skyrocket and... Utility bills skyrocket, gasoline skyrockets, and no one can afford to drive, and you know how that works. Oh, I could imagine that, absolutely, you know. I mean, and like you said with Clinton, uh, yeah, she'd be literally painting a bullseye on the back of herself being Kamala Harris. I agree. I agree. You can tell me it's been a long week, man. I'm just, you know, here I am all fired up. I'm into this, and I'm just flipping exhausted. Um, I'm getting anywhere between one to three hours sleep a night. I can't even call it a night, and it's just because there's so many holes to plug. There's so much to do, and and I'm being sabotaged in so many different directions. I'm constantly having to adjust. And uh, Steve, did you get my article? No, I didn't, Dave. Uh, I'll send it again. Steve, did you get my article? No, Dave, but I sent you something. I didn't get it, Steve. Hmm. I mean, this is what's going on. It's just absolutely insane. And you tell the average person is, oh, yeah, that's right, Dave. You're a conspiracy theorist. Well, you know, I mean, I... I don't hardly ever use emails. I use Skype basically for everything for my broadcasting yeah. and communications with everybody I'm involved with. And as far as I know, I don't have any issues. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that might be a route you want to go. But then again, you know, obviously, yeah, it's owned by Microsoft and Bill Gates and well, I know. yada, yada, yada. You know, um, but we, there's got to be a form of a way to have a secure form of communications, you know. I mean, but like you said, they're open in your mail. Um, well, now they're just opening the emails or blocking them. I mean, I'm talking before before there was email. I've been right. on the list for a while because of who my father is and when I got active. You see, I would never be here if John McCain had just left my neighborhood alone. I'd probably still be coaching college basketball, and I'd probably still be teaching my courses, and I just said, no, nope, nope, i got to go to work on this. And they should have just left me alone, but I know when I surfaced, knowing who my father was... <laughs> I was a very uh, big person of interest to them. Very right. big person. And I, and I can imagine, you know, um, 
I don't have any forms of accreditation like that, but, you know, my dad being a deputy sheriff for 29 years, he's told me a hell of a lot of things about the corruption here in this local county. And when I hear them stories about the corruption in the local county from a deputy sheriff, another deputy sheriff, stealing gravel off the county road, that's a pretty minor thing, yeah. okay? Yeah. But if you see that small level of corruption, oh, my God, imagine how bad it is at the very top. Oh, yeah. You know? I know. And... We're there, and I just pray to God, you know, the American people, you need to continue to pray for the president, um, continue to pray for his presidency and for justice, Lady Justice, to strike equal upon these bastards that, try, that are trying to take this country from us. Um, well, the one thing I'd say, though, is that uh, the Bible says that in the end days, the sins of the leaders will be fully revealed, and uh, we need to pray for that, because that'll start waking people up. I, I will tell you this. People who've told me, Dave, I never thought about marching in a uh, walking in a march, or being a protester, until they stole the election. Uh, I know the election was important to the left, but they may have awakened 30, 40 million Americans. Oh yeah, easy. You know, and and, and I mean, I've been awake for a long time. Okay, as as well as you have. You know, there's a lot of us out there that are very much awake. There's a there's a lot of people out there that are awake, but there's so many more that are waking up every day, and they're coming to the realization, like, hey, man, this ain't good. You know, everybody I've talked to, everybody within my, not only my, you know, closed circle community-wise, but circle uh, or colleagues in the alternative radio, everybody's in the agreement, hey, man, uh, we're in a bad spot. Oh, yeah, we are, you know, so, well, what do we do about it? Well, we got to be vocal for one. We got to keep getting the word out and try getting more and more people to wake up to what's going on. And then we need to make for action. You know, I, I'm not wanting to go, you know, all the way and, you know, what is it, bayonets fixed, charging the trenches just yet. I believe things can be done politically if people just decide to act. But if the people that don't want to act politically and through the judicial system, then therefore we are going to have to rely on the Second Amendment and take this country back. I don't want to, you know, and saying that right there, that makes us an enemy. Saying that out loud like that, that makes us an enemy because we're, you know, we are threatening them stealing the goddamn country. I don't want them stealing it. It's not right. No. Get your hands off it. You know what I said there for a while? I said, Dave, back in the early 1900s, if you got caught stealing a horse, you would swing by a rope from your neck. They have stolen the country, Dave. I know. I know. I'm I'm sorry to be repeating things over. No, but you, just... no, you're right. The average person, they're starting to wake up to it. But I want you to hear me clearly. This was an illegitimate election, and, and I wrote an article, and I told you about this before, where I took the five swing states, and I said, here are the probabilities, and... In one case, Biden, he needed 75% to win Wisconsin of what was left. He got 111%. I mean, come on, people. Really? They have stolen your country so they can tax you to death and so they can enrich themselves with trillions of dollars based on climate change. Oh, that's and what that's this the is other, about. And that's the other thing he said he wanted to do with these executive orders is reenact DACA. You know, these uh, children that come over from overseas. That's one thing. He wanted to start, he wanted to open up. Uh, now, hold you on. Know. I got something to say about DACA. Okay, let Go me ahead. get this in. Um, President Trump was all in favor of the DACA kids who came here through no fault of their own, broke no laws of their own volition, and that they've lived here as good American citizens. He was willing to make them citizens. He was fine with that. 
It's all the BS that Nancy Pelosi tried to put into the bill, and Trump says, I can't agree to that. I'm only going to deal with DACA individually. And it was Nancy Pelosi that caused DACA not to happen. Oh, right. I, they, 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 don't, they, they don't sway. They don't move. They don't do nothing. They're just like a damn jackass. They don't, care. I mean, they, they, uh, they don't care. The Democrats don't care about uh, immigrants. They, they only care that they can manipulate them and use them as leverage for their own purpose. You're absolutely 100% right on that, you know, and they say, and another thing he said he wanted to do was literally open up all the travel bans to the Muslim countries. Oh, that's great, Joe. Well, Bring Trump, them all Trump in. did that, too. He just wanted to, to check for criminal background. Right. Who in absolutely. their right mind wouldn't? You apply for a job, they check your criminal background. Right. Sure thing. <laughs> no. John, tell people about your show. Uh, every Saturday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, The Unequivocal Truth, DEFCON 1 on freedomslips.com, revolution.radio. Studio uh, A. I, I've been on it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Studio A. So, oh, you're one of the big boys. I like that. Um, yeah, I almost went on there. I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you the story. It's a backstory. I'll tell you sometime off the air. But uh, okay. came real close to going on there. It was. Uh, I was impressed with the network. They got some good people there. And uh, what people need to know is that uh, they need to walk away from the mainstream media news entirely, 100%, not 99, 100%, and keep coming to shows like what, what John does, what I do, what Doug Hagman does, what Steve does. Uh, and this really needs to become our mantra. And so, again, um, how do people listen again? Every Saturday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, revolution.radio or freedomslips.com, Studio A, The Unequivocal Truth, DEFCON 1. With me, your host, John Wayne. And you're one of the few guys out there that still takes callers. Well, oh, absolutely. You know, and that's the thing, you know, there's not a very, you know, the, the alternative media platforms are quite a different animal. You know, there's so many different people, so many different forms of information, but there are good people out there that are able to put the pieces of the puzzle together. Like you said, see colors, see, see things for what they are, read between the lines, look outside the box. You know, and that's the thing. Folks need to look outside the box. They don't know how to see anything from a different perspective other than what's fed to them through the mainstream media. And you're right, Dave. They need to start breaking loose from that mind control and come get the true news, the true media from our types of platforms. Well, we exist to only do one thing, and that's tell the truth as we understand it. And I can't say we get everything right, but we sure get a hell of a lot more right than the mainstream media. By far, it ain't close. Well, John... Thanks for coming on. You took a step out of the ledge tonight to do predictions. I appreciate that, and uh, I look forward to having you back on again. Thank you, Dave. We'll have to have you back on my broadcast, too, sometime Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Love to. Talk to you later. Bye-bye, Dave.